Faithful is the Lord Almighty God. Father, in we the name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless the name of Jesus. For he has blessed us also. Even this day to come before him. We celebrate the Lord. That everywhere. People are able to contact and connect with us. So this is so good. Come on, hallelujah. We bless the Holy Spirit for his marvelous grace. Every now and then, gracing us to do his will, gracing us to serve him, gracing us to stand in the gap. Indeed, the Lord is faithful. I want to welcome all those that are listening in right now on radio, on social media, and those that are uh, soon coming coming on on our TV and those that are already in this place we bless God for you all hallelujah Amen. indeed it has been a blessed morning and a trying morning to those that can give themselves excuses as to why they can't uh, walk through the rain but because we made it here we bless God hallelujah we will proceed with the word of God. For the Lord is always on time. The angels are already in the place. You are already in the place. Come on, say amen. And we trust God that uh, even those that are connecting on radio, they are receiving the same grace, the same blessing. And those that are on Facebook right now, they are receiving the same grace, the same blessing. Come on, hallelujah. Indeed, the Lord is so awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to the word of God today. There is something I want to show you. Taking this wonderful Jesus and awesome Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Right. We'll come from, uh, back from that moment of worship and a moment of prayer and praise. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. This is Freedom Experience Ministry. Where we experience Christ in his word. Do we experience Christ in his word? As uh, life imparted. As light shining. Grace enjoyed. And truth realized. You see, once we see him as the reality. Then he's going to manifest himself. In a glorious way. The desire of God. Is that the believers have received him he may take him as their portion take him as their inheritance hallelujah God wants us to inherit him and as he's going to give us inheritance himself as inheritance was. hallelujah now allow me to go into the word of God message today says Experiencing Christ as the cheering life. Now, cheering is a, a consoling, a joyful life, comforting life. That's what cheerful, right? 
the message says experience in Christ as the cheering life. Is the name of Jesus. Amen. You can call it Obulamu Obusanyusa, Obulamu Weyagaza, Obulamu Obuchiamula. Hallelujah. Cheering is to cheer people up. For example, a person takes one, those that are not born again, take one bottle of, of beer, and then he begins to smile and uh, to speak words. Something has happened upon this person. But when we come to church, the Bible says, don't be drunk drunk with the oddly wine and be filled with the spirit of God. Whereas the world is getting drunk with the oddly wine, there is also spiritual wine. The Bible talks about that wine that brings cheerfulness. Hallelujah. So Christ Jesus after you receive him, he becomes your cheering life. And I want to show you how it comes about. How it happens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope everybody is seated where I'm able to see them. Now, the Bible talks about new wine skins. New wine skins that are needed in order to contain new wine. In the book of Matthew chapter 9. That's where we are going to begin. Hallelujah. I want to show you something from the words of God. From the words of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 9 verse 14. I'm going to read through 17. Remember, uh, the disciples of John came to Jesus. And they say to him, why do we disciples of John and the Pharisees fast but your disciples do not fast. Okay. Praise God. Amen. Why are we fasting? We are concerned about the disciples of Jesus. They are asking themselves, why are we fasting? They are not fasting. Why are we keeping the law? They are not keeping the law. Why are we keeping the traditions? They are not keeping the traditions. Hallelujah. So they come to Jesus. They ask him a question. We the disciples of John are fasting. Even the Pharisees are fasting. Is it that your disciples are not fasting? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And verse 15, Jesus says, them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. Jesus introduces them to something so so good. Yes, let me ask you a question. I am here. I am the bridegroom. I have come to wait. These are moments of joyous. Moments of being happy. And you want my disciples to fast. It says it can't be that way. 
Wait until I'm taken away from them. They will fast. Jesus introduces why they will fast. When they don't feel that grace anymore, when they don't feel that joy anymore, Christ is taken away from them. They can't see him in their business, in your family, in their, in their ministry. So they sense that there is a Christ that is missing. So they will fast because they are missing a Christ. Come on, say amen. amen. Jesus goes on to tell us in verse 16 that's when he brings in two uh, examples he says no one puts a piece of unshilling cloth on an old garment the patch tears away from the garment and the worst tear is made I will not explain that but let us continue to verse 17 because that is where I want to concentrate hallelujah he says in verse 17 neither is new wine put into old wine skins if it is if it is the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed new wine is put in flesh wine skins and so both are preserved so tebafuka mwenge mursu monsawo za maliba enkade anga we bakola we batyo ensawo ezamaliba ziyuka omwenge guyika ensawo ezamaliba zifafagana aye bafuka omwenge omusu monsawo ezamaliba empya bombibiramu Jesus teaches them something that if you are to preserve something new as new wine you start by uh, by having new wine skins everything must become new you can't put something new in an old wine skin you can't put a new thing in an old thing hallelujah so Jesus teaches them giving them this example talking about new wine and also talking about old wine skins then lastly talks about about the new wine skins, the flesh wine skins. Hallelujah. I'm about to explain in details because the message today says experiencing Christ as the cheering life. Amen. Let us also first read 1 Corinthians 12 verses 12. 1 Corinthians 12, 12. It says even as the body is one and has as many members yet all the members of the body being many are one body so also is Christ Here we are seeing another secret. It is a revelation. It is a mystery that although even though the body is one 
It has many members. That one we know. The body is one having many members. But he says that yet all members are of the body. And he says being many they make up being many they make one body. But Paul concludes by saying if so also is the Christ. The Christ is the many members of the body. Is what it means. It's the Christ is the many members of the body. This is something that we have not been uh, about that the Christ is also the many members of the body. We have been knowing that Christ is the head and we are the many members of the Paul says just as you see the body having many members and many members making one body so also Christ is as if he's saying that so also Christ is is the many members of the body. I will try to talk about that later also. Is God. Is Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Alright. Now, look at this. They are teaching us something. Old wine skins that we have seen so far, according to the context of Matthew, according to where we have read, Jesus is referring the old wine skin as religious practices, including the fasting of the Pharisees. The fasting of the Pharisees was of the old religion and also the fasting of the disciples of John which is of the new religion because John's religion was new by then so according to religion the religion of John and the religion of Pharisees they required fasting no matter the situation even when they were, they were, they were marrying they were supposed to be marrying they fasted even when the, everything is, is running well they fasted you understand Amen. I believe there are some of the believers that will fast even when there is nothing going on are you following me people they have loved so much uh, practices and that they miss the enjoyment of Christ. So the disciples of, of, of John, although they are not belonging to the Pharisees, they are also continuing the religious practice. And they want the disciples of Jesus to continue the same. It is not saying that fasting is not permitted because Jesus said no. They will fast. But they, they are not always going to fast. Because sometimes they must be enjoying me. They must be experiencing me. I must be there to cheer them up. And in the moments of cheering them up, they shouldn't fast. Are you following me? Right. So, you see that 
the disciples of the John wanted to mix in something of old in the new. Here, all religions are old wineskins. You can't say that I'm, I'm saved and you stay in the religion. I'm saved, but I'm also Catholic. It, it cannot apply. I'm saved, but I'm a seventh day. You cannot add something old, new, into an old wine skin. It is very impossible. Are you following? Say amen. So, we see so far that religion is something of the old wine skin. But also when we look around us, the believers, there is also some oldness that we begin to manifest oldness in believers, oldness in people that are already born again. They begin to live that old life. Say amen if you are with me. There is also oldness in believers today that the spirit wants us to eliminate. That the spirit is doing his best to take away. He's dealing with you. He's dealing with me. He says take away this oldness. This oldness I cannot mix my new wine. The spirit is in us as Christ the Lord to continue to bring in the new wine. And as the spirit is bringing the new wine to saturate our lives so that we may live a cheerful life, he is also dealing the oldness. The old wine skin must be dealt with. Come on, say amen. So this is what the spirit is doing. And what the children of God are doing is that they want to keep the old wine, the old wine skin, and also they want to get the new wine with the old wine skin. You, you cannot bring newness of life in your old nature. When we got saved, we, are, we did not get saved that we may renew something that is old. We can't renew that old life. But we can get rid of the old life and put on the new life. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. So that the new wine is able to flow in smoothly. So that we are preserved with this new wine we have received. Can I hear your amen? So many people today they are attempting to squeeze Christ inside them. They are squeezing. They are squeezing Christ inside their, uh, their modes of life. They are squeezing Christ into their religion. They want to add Christ in their religion. They want to act add Christ into their law that is adding something new in an old one say amen if you are with me some of the people have said okay we know about Christ he died for us we cannot deny that let us add him also unto our many many regulations we shouldn't squeeze Christ into such things the kingdom people who are born again shouldn't mix Christ with anything the Bible told us we must put new wine in new wine skins fresh wine 
new wine into fresh wine skin. Can I hear your amen? So even when you need, you want to be fresh every now and then. You want to be fresh every now and every moment. You need the new wine always. That's why we contact the spirit in prayer so that we are refreshed. God wants us to be fresh and remain flesh. He does not want us to become old. When we become old, that's when the other scripture comes to pass. That God is coming to, to pick a church that has no wrinkle or spot. The wrinkle comes as a result of oldness in life. Whenever you are old in your day-to-day life, then those are wrinkles. God does not want us to deal with any oldness in us. So it is, it is our duty to always deal with the oldness. To get rid of the old wine skin. You say, Lord, I cannot deal with, I cannot stay with this old wine skin. Say amen if you are with me. So, we see that the, the principle is one. We put new wine into fresh wine skin. There's nothing spiritual that you can add in your fresh life. Nothing spiritual you can add in your natural When they add new wine, they add new wine into fresh wine skin. That's why the Lord wants us to renew ourselves and to walk in the newness of life. That we may keep on, we may be refreshed every now and then. Amen. So, we have seen that the new wine, when it is filled up in any skin, whether old or new, the new wine comes with what you call the fermenting power. The power that an invigorating, a styling. You see? There is a, a, a power that comes this new wine. I don't know if you have ever come across where they ferment wine from. The jelly can is supposed to be straight and, and uh, in its own shape. But when they begin to put in wine in that jelly can, it begins to swell. Right? The swelling is a result of the pressure the power that is in that wine the fermenting power praise the name of Jesus you see uh, before fermentation takes place that is juice that is even sweet but when you put in anything that will cause fermentation the fermenting power begins to happen are you following me? And that's why the jerrican that was straight after adding in wine or alcohol it will begin to swell and it will swell it will swell and lose the figure. Are you following me? Amen.
The moment you, you, you remove that wine, all that alcohol, this jelly can, can even consume 22 liters. It was 20 liters, but it, it, it had to swell because there is power that came with the wine. Are you following me? So Jesus is teaching us that when new wine comes in, into our lives, it comes the fermenting power. Say amen if you are with and when this power comes in, it will pressure. It will bring in that invigoration. And something is going to happen in your life. Because this new wine has come in with the fermenting power. The power of the Holy Spirit comes in when Christ enters us. When the Spirit enters us, He enters us the new wine. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. And when he enters us as new wine, he begins to move within us. But if it is an old wine skin, receiving the new wine, the fermenting power is going to tear or to burst that wine skin. Come on, say amen. Praise the name of Jesus. So because the new wine has come in, if you put new wine in the old wine skin, it will, the fermenting power will burst the old wine skin. These things happen in our day-to-day -day life. When you want to get the newness of, of the spirit, yet you are still in that old nature, old man. The fermenting power will deal with you. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. So, what am I trying to imply today? God says, before you experience Christ as the cheering life, there is a principle of putting new wine in new wine skins. And meaning that God is calling us to live a life that is refreshed every day. Renewed every day. Working in the newness of life. Because we need the work of the new wine. Which is the spirit of God. Coming with the power that we call the fermenting power. That fermenting power is an inflaming power. Inflaming power. It is a power that comes in to boost you. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. The fermenting power of the Holy Spirit is a power that comes into your life to provoke you. Hallelujah. Amen. The spirit of God entering into us comes with this provoking power whereby the weak becomes strong. Whereby the one that is poor in spirit is rich in spirit. When the spirit comes, he comes with that provoking power. I can't hear your amen. I can't hear your amen. He comes with the provoking power. He comes with the fermenting power. He comes to change your way of life. Shout amen to Jesus. He says put away your old wines. So that when the fermenting power comes in. We will find the new wines. And both shall be preserved. The spirit in you shall be preserved. 
are shall be preserved. And you as a believer, you will be preserved. What happens, you begin to impact lives. You begin to impact nations. We begin to impact cities. We begin to prepare to say, Lord, we are going for mission. We are going to impact them. It begins with the work of you putting new wine in new wine skins. Then you begin to experience Christ as the cheering life. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. So the Holy Spirit will remove everything of, of the old wine skin from us. And this should be your prayer. Holy Spirit help me. Remove every oldness. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit help me. Remove every oldness. Everything of the old wine skin. Remove it Lord. It should be your prayer. Because I've told you. Some of the people when they encounter the spirit of God. If they're not careful they will just mess up everything. Because the spirit has come as new wine. With the provoking power. Power to bring impact. Yet it finds the spirit finds when the, you are still the old wineskins. Now these are the believers that have got the gift, but they are they are making a lot of harm to the body of Christ. They are harming more with their gifts than giving life. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Now what is this new wine skin? Because according to Jesus, he said uh, basing on the religious practices that the, the, the disciples of John were still practicing and the Pharisees were still fasting, practicing including fasting. Now Jesus says the new wine skin if the old wine skin is the religion, then the new wine skin is the church life. The new wine skin is the church life. If you want to receive the spirit of God, you cannot receive the spirit of God when you are in religion. He cannot. That is an old wine skin. Are you following me? So what is the new wine skin? The new wine skin is the church life. For example, people when they are still with the religious mentality, they can even come to church and sit the way some of the people sit There is no life contacting Religion is surrounding them. You see, this happens even to in church. And someone is in service and that is an old wine But this, this new thing cannot enter into the old wine So listen to what The new wine skin is the church life. That means that the church is the enlargement of Christ. When the new wine comes in, which is the Christ that has entered your life, which is the spirit that has entered your life, it comes with the 
power which we have called the fermenting power the power that will provoke you so that you become something in others I cannot receive the new wine and I remain the same if you want to to tell us the experience of wine. How you understand that this is alcohol. You don't explain basing on the bottle. You see alcohol is good, is sweet. Hey, tell us how, how it is sweet. It is sweet when you see... You, you cannot until you experience that alcohol. Are you following? Amina. But if you want to know the sweetness of alcohol <inaudible> of wine, <inaudible> the only work for you is to take it. Just, <inaudible> Just drink. The moment you drink wine, you begin to explain what wine is. Because even if you don't say a word in 30 minutes of your drinking you have changed you have changed and this is the impact that alcohol does on a person are you following me if alcohol can do a, a, a change or an impact on a person what about the feeling of the Holy Spirit Ephesians says do not get drunk with wine talking about the worldly wine when you drink it, you become drunk. And to be drunk is for you to prove that you are doing something, speaking something that you have not been doing previously. Something has happened on you that makes people to say he is drunk. Are you following me? What about when we receive the spirit of God? The time has come for people to say the locally are drunk with the spirit of God. But local are drunk with the spirit that of is God. Against are drunk with the spirit they of are God. crazy. But in their craziness, they do things because as they continue to drink this new wine of the spirit, it comes the impacting power, provoking power, and they begin to do extraordinary things because they have received new wine and they are living that new life. The church life. The church life is supposed to be a life whereby you have experienced the new wine. Church, we must cast the region outside us. You can't come and sit in a chair until the service will end as a religious person. No. When we are speaking the word of life, it can't be. Because it comes the fermenting power. Come on, say amen. It comes the fermenting power. The Bible says that your word is truth. It will come with the healing power. The Bible says your word is quick and active. Come on, say amen. New wine is good in new wine skins. We should always refresh our lives. Refresh your life. This is why we pray. This is why we fast. This is why we, we are in the presence of God. Watching. So that we live in that freshness. We live in that freshness. Because wine is always being released. Okay, let me uh, be quick. I want to show you something still. I've told you the church is the enlargement of Christ. Now, 
If the church is the enlargement of Christ, what about you as an individual? What do you have? Because the church is the enlargement of Christ, then individuals that are born again, individuals possess what we call the individual Christ. An individual. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Every individual believer possesses an individual Christ. He is not a church. But when individual Christians gather together, the individual Christ in them. Are you following? The individual Christ in each one of us becomes an enlargement. Are you with me? Amina. Becomes an enlargement. Then we get what called the enlarged Christ. And that is what called the church life. The church life is the enlargement of Christ. Christ. The reason as to why your boring means because your Christ is not like mine. But when your Christ comes and joins you, Christ enlarges. And the life begins to manifest. And the power begins to minister unto us. Praise Jesus Christ. Your individual Christ will not help someone. But when we come up with a corporate Christ, a Christ that has become has come as a result of our joining together, participating together, working together, the Christ that came as an individual Christ begins to become a corporate Christ. Such a corporate Christ is what we call a church life. A church life that Jesus says. I will build my church and the gates of poverty cannot prevail. The gates of sickness cannot prevail. The gates of hell cannot prevail. The gates of witchcraft cannot prevail. The gates of hell cannot prevail against a corporate Christ. To earn an individual, the gates might prevail. To an individual believer who is born again, witchcraft can even prevail. Are you following me? This I'm telling you is the truth. So what are we supposed to do? Because this Christ is a cheering Christ. A cheering Christ. That wants us to have cheering life. Before we become before if, if we have not yet become drunk. If you are not because of the spirit to receive. We are still having religion. To China Dini. Say religion gets out of the church. Can't your neighbor and say you? Take our religion out of church. This spirit that we drank makes us drunk. And we do things that show that the spirit is here. Hallelujah. Amen. I've told you. 
that when we have this corporate Christ this is what called the new wine skin the new wine skin is the corporate Christ how does the new wine skin come about when each one of us gather together and the individual Christ you came with because each one of us we have a Christ in you Christ in you each one of you have a Christ in you but when we gather as a church then we we give birth to what called a corporate Christ. This corporate Christ is what Jesus calls the new wine skin. The spirit of God dwells in the church life. The spirit will never dwell in religion. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. So we begin to become the container of this new wine to contain the individual Christ within our lives then we become a church no longer a religion religion is when you do things the way it used to be it will be that way it will never change religion is when we say we see the order of the church is like this. Beyond this time we cannot worship. Because this time we cannot worship. That is religion. Uh, we cannot pray. You see they begin with the intercession. Then they praise and they sing. So it becomes something that is a formality. That is religion. Praise the name of Jesus. But there is a time whereby ah, the service is going on and then from nowhere worship begins. Because the spirit has said so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must bring this life into the body of Christ. Remember the Bible told us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 showing us that uh, we are not only members that make up the body but even Christ is the body. That is the body is also Christ. Now this is new because we have been knowing one thing that when we join together we are members of the body and we always say Christ is the head we have been knowing only one side we have been knowing Christ as the head most believers they don't know Christ as the body how does Christ as the body come when we join our individual Christ the Christ that is individual becomes Christ the body. Are you following me? Amen. And that's what called the church life. Meaning that well as you say Christ is the head it, it is true also to say Christ is the body. Because you cannot say uh, to the head of Joshua that that is Joshua when you are pointing the head. And when you come about the body of Joshua without the head, then you say this is not Joshua. Because the head is not what? It's not all. So when you say that uh, Joshua is not the body, Joshua is only the head, then you are missing something. What am I saying? Christ the body is only seen and enjoyed. His power manifests when we come together with our individual Christ and we make a corporate Christ. A corporate Christ that says fire and the devil that failed it 
times for you to chase away goes Amen. So this is what we call a new wine skin. Christ is the body composed of many members. That one must believe. And these members are filled with this Christ. Every member must be filled with Christ. So that when we come and join together, Christ has joined himself to become a corporate Christ. Learn it from today. Because I always emphasize it. There are things that the church can do that an individual person cannot do. There is a prayer that God can answer when the church prays. But when you go to, you choose, ah, you me, I can even pray. I know to pray. You see, I have encounters with the Lord. I don't need any person. Even if you go to prayer mountain alone, there are some things you never remove. Because they are made to be removed by the church. When two or three gather and agree upon everything, it is done. Say amen. It is done. So I've told you, church, that this Christ is not only the head, it's also the body. So whenever we sit the way we are seated, when we come on a gathering like this one, when we come in a meeting like this one, a fellowship like this one, Christ has enlarged. Amina. Christ has enlarged. The enlarged Christ can do much than an individual Christ can. The enlarged Christ can do much than an individual Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. This is what Jesus is teaching us. I've told you that Christ is filled in each one of us. There is a Christ in you, there is a Christ in me, and there is Christ in all of us. Here. So when we join the Christ in me, with the Christ in you, with the Christ of all of us, we get a corporate Christ. And when that Christ begins to react, impossibilities become possibilities. And this is the work of the church. And this is what the devil is worried about. He's not worried about the Christ you have. He's worried when that Christ is joined with another Christ. To become a church. To produce a church life. Because church life is that greatest power on earth that nothing you can even stand. The devil is not worried about you. He's worried about the church.
Praise Jesus. Even if I choose to pray alone, that was not worried. It's only word when the church prays. When all the people here run, the devil is worried. Now Christ has enlarged himself. He's going to do much. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. So Christ is the body composed of so many members who are filled with him. When you fill yourself with Christ, then join the body. Join the members to become the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I need, I must become that new wine skin. Tell your neighbor I must be part of that new wine skin. The wine skin which is the church life. The new wine skin is that church life. Containing Christ as life. Hallelujah. This is what the devil is worried about. Now I want to talk about what it means to experience Christ as the cheering life. I've shown you I've shown you that before you experience Christ as the cheering life you must know how to preserve the new wine. Praise the name of Jesus. If you want to, to enjoy and experience Christ as a cheering life, you must know how to preserve the new wine. And we have seen so far that the new wine is preserved only when we have become new wines. That is the principle Jesus has told us in Matthew 9, 17. He says if you want to bring a difference, then everything must be new. That's why Paul says I forget Every day I forget what was yesterday. I forget my past. Because newness always release new wine. Which is the spirit of God. Say amen if you are with me. So what does the word cheerfulness mean? Cheering is uh, when, uh, another word would be uh, joyfulness. Joyfulness. Yes, Praise the name of amen. Jesus. That is cheerfulness still. To cheer is to like to bring joy. Happiness. To bring what we call soothing. Soothing is praise the name of Jesus. Soothing. There's another word which is called consoling. These are all coming from this word cheering. Oh cheer. Praise the name of Jesus. So when we say that Christ is into us as a cheering life. Whatever situation he finds in a believer. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever situation Christ finds the believer in. He'll do his best to cheer him. Amen. When he finds you when you are low. This cheering life will cheer you. When he finds you when you are like in sorrow. Christ is a cheering life. When you learn to experience Christ's cheering life. Then you are going to see a new what we call 
refreshment of the spirit okay, of God. Come on, say amen. amen. Matthew 9, 17 has told us, Neither do they put new wine into old wine skin, otherwise the wine skin burst, and the, the wine pours out, and the wine skins are rind. But they put new wine into fresh wine skins, and both are preserved. Hey. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. We see that most believers are leaking out Christ. But on ya, did you hear that? Most believers are leaking out Christ. Because they are receiving something new whenever they come to service. Yet when they have old wines. So as they are going back, by the time they come back, they have leaked out Christ. The old wine skin has busted. And the new that the, the new wine that they, they received is nowhere to be found. It has not done any impact on them. These are the people that sit under a church like this one that teaches the word of life and they remain just the way they are. It's because they have they are living that with that old wine skin and yet they are receiving new wine. And the statement has told us when the old one remains to receive the new one, it will rain the old. And Jesus is telling us what to do. He says they put new wine into fresh wine skins and both are preserved. When I receive the spirit of God, I have received the new wine. If I'm living in the newness of life, the spirit I've received shall preserve me. I cannot fall sick. I am preserved. Because Jesus says they put new wine into new wine skins and both the wine and the wine skins they are preserved meaning that the spirit will remain on earth and I will remain preserved by the spirit I cannot fall into accident I have a new wine that preserves I cannot lack I cannot fall sick as long as I have the new wine the new wine will preserve me because I am the new wine Grace that preserves. Preserving you. No matter the situation. You are preserved. What has preserved you? The principle says. They put new wine. Which is now the spirit. Into new wine skin. Which is the church life. When I live a proper church life. As a born again. The spirit I receive. Who is now typified as a new wine. Is going, is going to preserve me. He will preserve me at the place of work. When I'm traveling, I'll be preserved because I have the new wine. And I walk in the newness of life. Praise the name of Jesus. I want to show you something. 
Judges chapter 9 verse 8. This was a, a parable that was brought by someone and he was reciting it to Abimelech. But I don't know where this man got this wisdom to frame this parable. Judges 9 verse 8. Praise the name of Jesus. Bible says the trees once went out to anoint a king over them and they said to the olive tree reign over us. Hurry up. Are you following? Amen. Are you following the story? Trees have gone out. They want one tree to, to reign over them. As king. Are you following me? Amen. Now let us see. Verse 9. But the olive tree said to them, when they said, the olive tree reign over us. The olive tree said to them, Shall I leave my abundance by which gods and men are honored and go hold sway over the trees? Naye omzaituni negujigambanti. Nandilese obujimu wange. Bweba ima okusamu echitiwa katonda nabantu kubwange. Nengenda okuyuguma kumuti. Ulirizoru gerolu. He talks about the responsibility of each tree. And now this tree is so determined that it cannot leave its responsibility. Because there is a position somewhere. of becoming a king. He says, shall I leave my work? My, says, shall I leave my abundance? I and shall I leave my abundance? Then I that that honors God and men. Are you following? Amen. Let us continue because I don't want to dwell there. Verse 10. But the fig tree, now, when the olive tree refused to become king, the trees went to another type of tree. Another kind of tree. They come to the fig tree. They said to the fig they say, you come and reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, shall I leave my sweetness and my good fruit and go hold sway over the, the trees? the vine. They tell you come and reign over us. Now this is where we have come to be. Verse 13. But the vine said to them, shall I leave my wine that cheers God and man? Are you following? And go hold sway over the trees. The vine says, I know my duty. I've been ordained to cheer God and to cheer man. Naturally, wine cheers. 
Now when we bring it to the spiritual perspective. Christ has become our way. Christ with a cheering life. Christ has already cheered his father. And the father said, This is my beloved son. In whom I am Now Christ is coming to the believers. He tells them, I wish you can experience Christ. Because I'm here to cheer you. The speech says that he's here to cheer the church. The Bible says, The vine says, Shall I live my way? Vine has got way. Jesus says, I am the true vine. vine. If Jesus is the true vine, yes, so he has wine in him. The wine in Christ does not only cheer God, it cheers believers. I cannot be sorrowful. Jesus has got the cheering wine to cheer my life. How can they find you when you're holding your chin? You don't know how they experience Christ. You know his life can make you become drunk. There is a way how his life cheers. This life renews us. It cannot get become it old. It is a cheering life. How can you become old when you, you, you're you not expecting it? You will become aged when you're the one who has said, you are said and let me become aged. Praise God. The wine of the vine cheers God and it cheers man. Glory to God. If Jesus is the vine, John 15 says, I am the true vine. What is the work of the vine? All along we call ourselves branches in the vine. We don't know that the work of the vine is to produce wine that cheers God and cheers it's a great one. Christ is cheering God. Christ has already cheered God. Now he's doing one work. Cheering believers. Cheering believers. Cheering believers. Boosting your life. Energizing you. Empowering you. Soothing you. Calming you down. You can't be sorrowful. He's going to preserve you with his cheering life. Glory to God. Say I am preserved. I am preserved with the cheering light of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The new wine in Matthew 9:17 signifies Christ as the new life. That Matthew 17. If you don't explain it, I won't explain it. You don't preach it anywhere. But I've showed you why Jesus says that He's the new wine. Hallelujah. The work of wine is to cheer God. And man. Hallelujah. That's why He's calling us to get drunk of His Spirit. He says, Be filled with the Spirit. Be drunk with my Spirit. So that we may cheer God, cheer men. I want us to go to, to, to preach the message of experiencing Christ. When we know this secret, they shall be drunk with Christ. This life shall cheer them up. They cannot be the same again. 
praise the name of Jesus. Amen. They ask why you preach to them. You say, I want them to be drunk. You ask a drunkard person why he drinks. I want to forget problems. I want to forget these problems. I have things disturbing. He knows there is a way how this, uh, this wine can change. And he forgets that he has this. But only that theirs can get finished. But the wine of the spirit cannot get away from us. Hallelujah. Amen. This wine, this new life of Christ, we have seen it is full of vigor. Vigor is power. Amen. It is full of vigor. I can't be weak. And I have this life. I'm full of power. This new wine, this new life, it tires people's excitement. Let us take away sorrow. That is not your portion. Be drunk with the, with the, with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Full of styling and excitement. This new wine is Christ's cheering life. I want to introduce to you this cheering life of Jesus. He's not only a savior, he's also a cheering life. Come on, say amen. This life when it enters you, it begins to work within us. Something from morning to evening. If you sense this life of Christ, it will be working something in you. The best example of what you remember the first day I took the beer. We made a party at home. And they bought crates of beer. I knew that my dad was drunkard. And they put them hey. in our bedroom. That time I got. I came to the party. I entered the bedroom. Then I hit three bottles under my bed. I covered my bed. Thinking. It is hey. just drinking. I, the, the I took the second one. And the third one. I was not understanding what was going on. I came outside. Hey. I could not tell you what was was One thing I remember. I was already drunk. Everything I was doing is for someone who is already drunk. One thing I can give you is one. that prepared milk. <laughs> I took the cup and I drank. I wasn't understanding anything. I didn't know that this, this beer could bring But when the Holy Spirit enters beer change. If you don't see a change, then you cannot be You have to to be drunk with us you, you must have that excitement when you receive this divine life it comes this wine that cheers hallelujah Amen. 
stones. But you cannot remain the same when you have taken that you have been. When he comes back when he is drunk. And we see him coming back. That's how he has been. And in the morning he was well when he was going. So if it is like that, now how about the spirit of God? Stand up on your feet. You need to learn how to be drunk with Hallelujah. this wine. Amen. I want to speak this as you're charging I've your inner I've told you spirit. that Jesus is not only a bridegroom, yes, but he's also that new garment that we put on and it equips us and preserves us as a garment that we must put on before we come, before we come to the wedding. You remember the other scripture in Matthew 22? Whereby they asked one person, how did you come here without the garden? So Christ is not only the bridegroom. He's also the garment we put on. Outside we put on Christ as, our, as a weapon and as also a garment so that we may be allowed to participate on the wedding. You will never come into the wedding without putting on Christ as the garment. This is the word to call the surpassing righteousness. You put it on to be able to participate on that wedding. Day. Well, as Christ the bridegroom is also the the garment we put on. Order for us to be allowed to be to participate on the wedding day. Is also the life inside us as the cheering life. Outwardly is a garment we put on to be allowed on the wedding. Inside is the cheering life, empowering us and making us to be joyous while we are on the wedding day. Christ is working within us and without us. Christ, come on, say amen. amen. Is that new garment that you receive when you get saved? You put, in, you put on Christ because you are saved. But inside you, it comes as the new wine. Come on, say amen. amen. You are preserved outside and even within. Therefore, you qualify to attend the wedding you in the heavens. You know that there are some people who are not going to be alive to go to the wedding. They were not drunk and they were not put on and yet they are born again. They will not attend that That's wedding. That's why Matthew 22 is in the Bible. The, the bridegroom comes, the, the father of the bride says, how did you come here without a garment? Praise the name of Jesus. I want you to learn to take away that sorrowful garment. And you put on Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Begin to pray right now. Begin to speak to this wonderful God. Wonderful Christ. Begin to speak to him. Begin to speak to him in an enjoying way. And you lift voices and pray. Because there's this new wine. That is working and moving right now. Inside of us. Even as I'm speaking. There's 
inwardi transformation and inwardi changing and inwardi working and inwardi joy joy that is inside begin to pray right now this is what to call experience in Christ as the cheering life today the Lord is teaching you and me how to experience him as the cheering life as the cheering life the life you receive is to cheer you up you can't stay sorrowful you can't stay in that situation you can't be miserable there is a cheering life that says Lord I thank you even when there is nothing to talk about you say Lord I bless you even when there is nothing to bless God about because of this new life the cheering life that you received Father I pray for the believers those that are listening those that are watching those that are in this place this cheering life is working in you in the name of Jesus you are putting on Christ as the garment and taking him as the new wife to cheer your spiritual life to cheer your Christian life Lord, salvation Mulinya 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 <laughs> 
People get to know that we are drunk That we have this new life you are worthy Jesus. You are worthy Lord. You are worthy Father. Say thank you Jesus. 